Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 105 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to make yourself better. The name of today's episode is 10 Ways Introverts Can Improve Their Sales Skills. And I know this sounds a little bit out of the ordinary for my podcast, but I think it's something that we can all take away. And whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, or you work in sales or you don't, these are all things that we can apply to our lives to become better at what we're doing. And a few short years ago, I found myself as a extremely an extremely introverted person, and I happened to be in a sales role. And that was pretty difficult for me, and I want to be as vulnerable as possible, like I talked about on one of the last episodes. So what I'm going to do today is just work through some habits that I created within myself to help improve my sales skills as an introvert. And obviously, this episode will definitely be for you if you're an introvert and for whatever reason you decide or happen to find yourself in a sales type role. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe you're an introvert and you're not in a sales role. I still think these items are going to be helpful to you. And maybe you're an extrovert and you're in a sales role. I think these items are still going to be helpful to you. But basically, I think the world is moving towards this decentralized economy where a lot of more people are going to have to be self-employed or have at least an entrepreneur mindset, whether you're an entrepreneur and you're owning your own business or you're just inside another organization, I think it's very important that you have an entrepreneurial mindset. And part of having an entrepreneurial mindset is being good at sales, or at least having the ability to communicate at a high level enough that you are able to sell things. And I think it's important that everyone, especially men, but everyone really should have a job in their life at some point where it's 100% commission-based. And the reason I say that is not because it's fun or anything like that, believe me, it's not. But I think you learn a very valuable skill when you are forced to show up somewhere and you are 100% accountable to the production that you have rather than just the fact that you showed up somewhere. Much of our world, especially in the last 100 years, has been predicated on this fact that we show up somewhere and we get compensated for doing so. And I think sales is really unique and important in that it is solely based on your production. So you can do as much work as you want, as little work as you want, and how you are rewarded is directly representative of the value that you provide to other people. So that's why I think it's really important to be able to have some sort of sales skills. And today I'm just going to give you my mental framework for how I work through this. So before I jump on into everything, don't forget to check the link in the description of the video to join the Facebook group where we have people that kind of congregate around these topics and like to talk, talk about them and just enjoy learning about these things and making yourself better. So again, really want to start doing more Q&A episodes. So head on over there, ask your questions, give your feedback, tell me how I'm right, tell me how I'm wrong. And I like to be challenged and have my ideas challenged. I think that's important and something that we don't do enough of. Today is actually challenge each other's ideas with actual ideological backing and validity. So that being said, let's jump on into it. So before I start into the 10 skills, I just want to give you a little bit of a background on my story again. So I was always growing up very math-minded, introverted. I enjoyed, and I do enjoy, I enjoy working and working really hard. But for me, working hard, the things that I enjoy working hard on are ones that are where I'm more focused. I guess you could call it more of the tinkerer type where I am more 
get engaged with working and thinking through my own thoughts and maybe it's on a small team, but working on things where I'm focused and not necessarily being super communicative where I'm talking with a bunch of other people where I'm using my brain to solve a problem and overcome that problem. That is part of the work that I enjoy and that applied to my academic life, but also my athletic life in, in the pursuit of athletics. Communication is important, but it's more so based on your production as an athlete and what you can actually accomplish. And I love that. I love having the deep work of really fine-tuning and honing on my skills over a period of time. To me, that was really rewarding. And then getting, getting to see that come to fruition in the form of competitions and events and everything. And the cool thing about athletics is there's a winner and a loser. However, once that part of my life was over, and I always still will consider myself an athlete, but once that part of my life was over in which I moved away from the sport, you know, being in college and everything, I knew within my side, inside myself that I always wanted to start my own business. And I started right after college working at a corporation and I realized very, very quickly that that wasn't for me. And so I said, well, I could work here for a few years, but why not go ahead and just start my own business while I'm right out of college? And I would rather work for 20 years to start my own business and really learn the ins and outs of what that entails rather and maybe I fail, but I would rather do that than underachieve and not follow the passion and pursuits that I know innately in my soul I want for my life. So I quit that and then I was looking for some sort of business I can start and I wanted to do something that was entrepreneurial where I was going to learn a lot. I didn't necessarily have anything that I was super passionate about or that I knew I exactly wanted to do. But I came across the industry of real estate. And real estate, you really don't need that much to get started, except a lot of hustle. But you don't need a lot of money. If you can go out and hustle, you can learn your way around and eventually make a decent amount of money, uh, considering the other options that you have in the world. And it's not a business like a restaurant or a gym or a store where you have to have a lot of startup capital to get going. You really are just relying on your own skills. The thing with that is it's a sales-oriented job. So while real estate necessarily isn't all sales, I would say it's 85% sales. So what you do as a real estate agent is more or less trying to procure business, and then the rest is actually managing. it. Then once you get down with actually managing your business, managing clients and all those things, that part is relatively straightforward, and there's not a lot of variation in that, but I will say the most challenging part, and every real estate agent will know this, is that you are always working to bring in business. So that is your job as a real estate agent. Yes, you have your client, and that's important to be a fiduciary to them and work for them, but most of what you are going to be doing is procuring business, as with as is with anything else that you do. You know, a lot of people think they're in the business of whatever specialty or skill that they have. And to a certain extent, that's true. But your number one goal is to actually bring in business. And that goes for whether you're a doctor, lawyer, any type of business. The number one goal is to get customers. And then from there is to provide those customers with a great experience. But I had to learn this the hard way because getting in, I always wanted my worth to be based on I wanted people to be able to come to me and say, oh, you're so good at what you do that we want to give you business. As it is the case in the athletics world where you're good enough, people recruit you and they want you to be a part of their team. 
or the academic world where you're one of the better performing people and schools want you and then corporations want you because you do good in school. Well, when you get into entrepreneurship, everything like that is flipped. You have to go out and provide value to the world eventually to a point where hopefully people come into you as an inbound business, but still you have to set up structures and systems for that. So I learned very early on that sales was one of the most important things. And for me, it was really tough because I was, have always been super introverted. So the thing that I feared most was having to go and talk to people. And then I was in a job where I was forced to, to do this all day. So this is very tough. I had to really break myself like you break a horse to get through this and get comfortable with doing it. Now, I'm glad I did it because I'm comfortable with doing this all day. And although it's not my main passion, I still enjoy working on very technical oriented things. I understand that sales is going to be the part of any business. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to learn sales to a certain extent. So what I want to do today is just talk about the 10 things that I think can help introverts improve their sales. So number one is practice. You have to practice, practice, practice. And this can be in the form of role playing with other people, whether that's your company. And this is kind of just going out to all people that do sales or it can be practice just actually talking with clients. And if you give yourself three months where you just say, I'm not going to complain, I'm just going to practice and keep doing this over and over again, you will be amazed at how much progress you will make if you practice. And that's going to be with anything in life. You've got to practice and it's not the fun. It's not the glamour. Unfortunately, I think today the social media world has created a world where everything is easy and we are in this instant gratification society. Nobody wants to talk about practice or if they do talk about practice, they talk about in the sense of, oh, look at how much I'm hustling and doing all this stuff. And that's actually quite the contrary to what it takes to build a real business. But the number one thing that you can do is practice and get better at your craft, just as if you're an athlete. And a lot of these, you're going to see correlations with athletics, just because that's how my understanding, my, my mind works. But anyway, number one is practice. Number two is going to be systems. So a lot of people think that they are good at sales because they're a people person or they're good at sales because they're good at talking to people. And to a certain extent, that can be true. But what is even more important than that and what is more powerful is the ability to create systems around a sales process. And so I think introverts are actually better at this than maybe some extroverts are because you can think about things and you usually think about things before you speak. And if you can put a system around whatever it is, whatever type of selling you're doing, you're going to be more successful. And so if you can implement a system of, okay, I talk to 50 people every single day, rain or shine, sleet or snow, as long as it's a work day, I'm going out and I'm talking to 50 people. And again, that's going to relate back into practice. But if you do that over and over and over and over again, you're going to have systems. And then what's going to happen is this law of large numbers. So you're going to start to see that, okay, I need to talk to X amount of people in order to make one sale. And if I want to make X amount of money, I have to make X amount of sales. Therefore, I need to talk to X amount of people. And once you really start to get those systems in place, nail them down, your life becomes easier because you understand that what you're doing is part of a business and part of this and that you don't take it personally. I think a lot of the problem with introverts is we probably tend to take things more personally. And so if someone rejects us or whatever, it might be more of a personal front when it really has nothing to do with that. It's just not the right place and time. And that person isn't the right fit for whatever it is you're doing. So I think it's really crucial to put systems around whatever you're doing. The third one, and I put this pretty high up on the list, but I say have a normal life. 
And I have a tendency to want to overwork. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you need to be focused on working and doing things that, especially if you're an entrepreneur, are related to furthering your business. Now, that being said, part of sales is being able to communicate and relate to other people. And if you don't have a well-rounded personality as you're going into things, it's going to be tougher in order to relate to people. Part of sales is building rapport with people. It's having a connection with people. It's being able to have empathy. And if you don't have a normal life, and this is, again, I'm calling myself out on this. I realize this is something I do. If you are a robot, it's going to be a lot harder for you to sell. And I think introverts tend to say, okay, what do I need to do to be successful? And then we get intently focused on that thing. However, while that's good to a point, it also is important to have a normal life because oftentimes the person you might be selling to isn't like that. And so in order to build rapport and connect with them and have empathy with them, you're going to have to have some sort of common ground. And that doesn't have, you don't have to do a lot of crazy things, but you want to have pursuits outside of work because it's going to be important and help you relate to your customers better. So number three is normal life. Number four, I call this mental connection. So think about it like this. This is one thing that I learned really well doing sales skills is the ability to focus and be present in the present moment. But how many times is someone talking to us and we let our mind wander and we're not fully present in the conversation? I know for me, that was a lot. I could be in conversations with people and then my mind would be completely wandering and I'd be thinking about what was going on in my life or what was going on in the external world. And I would tend to forget what was going on with that person right there. And when you're doing sales, particularly if it's some sort of higher ticket sales where people are spending more money, you really have to listen to what they're saying. And it's more important that you listen than actually talk. A lot of salespeople will ver what I call verbally vomit on people. So they'll just talk and talk and talk over people. It's actually much more important to listen because you're going to be getting basically ammo for your coffer to be able to speak back to them and actually relate to them better based on whatever it is that their needs are, whether that's working with you or not working with you. But it's important that you understand how to mentally connect. And what I liken this to is that whenever a client or prospect is talking with you, you want to be 100% on the same wavelength as that person. So you want to be 100% engaged and you want to be rehearsing the movie of what they're talking about in your head. And that's the best way I can boil it down to is rehearse the movie that the person that is talking with you, rehearse that going on in your head. And what you're going to do is automatically create a telepathic connection where that person's going to be like, wow, this person understands me. And really all you're going to be doing is be engaged in conversation. Think in today's world, how many people actually give them the time of the day where they're listening to what they're saying. Everybody's so engrossed with their phones and so engrossed with, what people can do for them. How many times out of the day does someone actually listen to them and listen to what they need and what they are? And that could be with personal stuff or it could be related to work stuff. And it's going to vary depending on the type of sales that you do. But it's very important that you listen. And then also just remember, be rehearsing whatever movie someone is telling you. And obviously you need to be asking them the right questions and all these things, but be rehearsing that in your head while you're speaking with that person. It's very, very important. And again, that's while it's important for sales, it's also going to be important for life in general in order to make great connections with people and be able to have an amazing network. Number five is going to be meditation. This kind of goes hand in hand with the mental connection. So I think it's very important that in sales, you tend to get inundated with a lot of data from other people and you're getting all these stories about different people and everything. And our brains really, the 
the brains that we have that have been here for hundreds of thousands of years, they really aren't meant to process the amount of data that we are doing in our modern informa information technology age. With that, it's very important that we give our brain time to decompress. And so when we give our brain time to decompress, we're going to be able to process all that data that has come in. But I have noticed within myself that, especially as an introvert, I need to be alone to kind of recoup my thoughts and allow myself to have time to process everything that happened to me in order that I can move forward and be better the next day or whatever it is. So meditation is very important for that because it's allowing your brain to kind of detox and clean out all the clutter and everything that went through the day, especially in a sales job, you're having multiple conversations with people. You're violating a lot of the laws that ancient humans wouldn't have had happened to them across their lifetime because they might not have been talking to 100 people a day. There may have been only 150 people in their village, let alone a phone, an email, a text message, and phone calls where you're communicating with that many people on a holiday. day. So that's why I say meditation is extremely important because you got to let your brain decompress. Number six is going to be exercise. So I think it's crucial, obviously. My show is about health and fitness. So I'm going to be talking about exercise. And everybody should be exercising. However, it is particularly more important for sales professionals and particularly more important for introverted sales professionals to exercise. And the reason I say this is one, because it keeps your brain sharp and active. And in order to communicate at a high level, you need to have a sharp and active brain. On top of that, you need confidence. And if you are not exercising, it's just point blank period. You're not going to be as confident as you would be. So exercise is something that I think is huge. It is not something that I see outside of myself as work. I see it as part of my work because it goes into how I relate and how I communicate with people. And I know I will not do as good a job in my profession as a sales person if I don't exercise. And I also won't have the confidence, especially as an introvert, to go out and say things if I'm not exercising and if I don't have that confidence in my physical presence. So again, exercising is going to be important for your life overall. But particularly someone that's introverted and doing something like sales, you really need it to help control the energy. So much of sales is about energy. And part of that is our physical energy that we show up with and bring in terms of our confidence and how we look and how we manifest ourselves in front of other people or over the phone or over video call or whatever it is. So exercise is a must. And I would say that's something you must be prioritizing. You probably already knew that, but I just wanted to reinforce. Number seven is going to be Reading. So obviously, sales is an evolving world, as is much of the industry that we are around today. However, reading is going to be important because you're forming new neural pathways and you're going to pick up on different things that are going in outside of the environment. You're going to be able to start to connect dots better. Reading helps also develop empathy, which is crucial in a sales role to be able to empathize with people and understand where they're coming from and actually put yourself in their shoes. So Obviously, again, a lot of these things sound like they're important for everybody, but in the frame of being an introvert that is doing sales, reading is also going to help change your perception of how you see the world because you're going to see things that you probably wouldn't have thought were possible based on reading. And humans learn by seeing what they see as possible. And if you're reading positive things, you're going to start to influence, that's going to start to influence your life and how you communicate with others. Number eight is going to be sleep. 
And sleep is highly important. And a lot of times this gets lost because everybody talks about how much you should hustle all the time. But if you do not sleep, you're not going to have energy. And if you do not have energy, you're not going to be good at sales. If you do not have energy and you're an introvert, you're not going to want to do something uncomfortable and talk to more people. So sleep is crucially important. And I think you, I would rather sacrifice things maybe in my personal life or even work for sleep because the time that I'm going to be productive at work is going to be less if I am sleeping less. I know some people would argue with that and say that you've got to be working all the time. That's great for them, but I know I'm not going to be doing my best work. And especially over time, if I am in a cumulative sleep deficit, the work that I'm doing is, is going to be very poor and then I become an emotional wreck. So in order to maintain the emotional, physical, social intelligence that I need, sleep is extremely crucial. Number nine is going to be the consulting frame. And this is really important. And it's one thing that really helped shift my perspective as I got into sales. As an introvert, it's obviously tougher for people like us to go out and talk to other people. However, when I started understanding that it's not necessarily about me, and it's not necessarily about me trying to convince other people that I'm so great and all this stuff. It's more about finding people that need help and then being able to consult with them and say, hey, this is the situation that you're in, and this is how I can provide value to you in that situation. And whether you don't want to use me or you do want to use me or you do want my product or service, whatever it is, I am here to help you one way or the other. And if that is a fit, then great. And if not, then even better, because I'm here to be a consultant that helps you. And I think this is a model that a lot of sales is changing to is this consultative method of selling, where you're not necessarily trying to push a product on everybody and you're not very pushy because people can smell that out from a mile but you're just there to help and you're there to be a consultant and there to really help usher them into the next phase that they are going to get into. So I think the consultative frame in whatever you're doing in life is important, but particularly in sales. If you're an introvert, it can really change the mental model of how you're working rather than feeling like, Ooh, I'm a salesman and they're not going to want to talk to me or anything. You're actually just there to help and you're a consultant for them. That is going to be someone that can actually come in and make very positive change in their life. And the last thing, this relates a little bit to the others, but I just say tracking. Tracking is extremely important. So to get back to the whole idea of systems, you need to be tracking what you do every single day. And not only from the technical standpoint, but from also the emotional standpoint. One of the most powerful things that I found in my journey in sales is the ability to journal and actually track my emotions, how I'm feeling and getting those out and uh, whether it's verbalizing them or just getting them on paper, that really helps. But also tracking from the technical side of things where I track what I've done for the day. What you're gonna be able to do is build this database over time where you have key performance indicators and you see, okay, well, I made this much money and this is the effort that I put in based on the metrics that I track. How can I adjust those things so that they're better or I can improve them. And it's going to be important for you to track anything in business, but particularly in sales. I think as an introvert, again, it goes back to the systems thinking. If you can implement those type of tactics, it's really going to set you apart from other salespeople who really a lot of times don't have a clue how to track or why they should track. Um, but again, it also goes to the emotional component of things. You want to make sure that your emotions are in check and that you're doing things to track those as well, because that's going to be just as important as any of the technical stuff in a sales job. It might not be for other jobs. You know, depending on whatever job you're doing, it might not be important that 
you can have a bad day emotionally, but with sales, it's not. It's like being an athlete. You got to be on every single day. It's important that you track those things because you want to make sure that you're showing up as the best version of yourself for the people around you that you're working with. So those were the 10 things. I hope that was helpful to you. Hopefully you learned something from it. And again, whether you work in sales or you don't, I think these are things that you can apply across your life that are going to be very helpful. So let me know your thoughts on that. If this was helpful or harmful, or you agree with it, or you disagree with it, let me know in the feedback of the comments. I look forward to seeing you guys in the group. And if there's any other questions or anything like that you'd like me to do in the next couple of episodes, always hit me up. I'd be more than happy to do so. Thanks. See you.